content may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener's discretion is advised. listeners to WTF You're Talking About, the podcast where we don't know what we're talking about until you do. I'm Katie. And I'm blind, because I don't know what the hell's in my eye. <laughs> I'm Decker. <laughs> it's so itchy. And I'm blind. I've been having trouble with my my eye corner on my left eye. <laughs> <laughs> my eye corner. Yes. The outer one. I don't well, know what the deal is. I think is, it's but because it's... I've been away from you guys' cats for so long. Even those cats over... You know, like how when I first started to get oh, like, Dave's cats. Here? Uh-huh. Yeah, but the cats are never over in our area of the house, so like I never have to worry about them. But I think I've just noticed that it gets really better when I come over here. So like, mm-hmm. I acclimated to the cats. I mentioned my allergies went away, but I think because I left, they are now they're like you. <laughs> and they're actively thwarting my eyes. Well, but yes, I am Decker. It sounds like you just need to take an allergy pill. Yeah, probably. I'll do that next time. Uh, yeah, what are we here for? We're doing a podcast about right. stuff. We're here to ask each other. What the fuck are you talking about? There we go. <laughs> I got you. All right, so here's how it goes. We have six categories. We have three cats here. What was that sound? Do you hear a sound? I heard a sound. I heard no sounds. Okay, well. Was it a sexist sound? Like, was it, like, only for women? Like, no, it just sounded like, like, a sad whale. Oh, you were hearing my inner monologue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your inner monologue is in whale? <laughs> Turn a freaking moaning myrtle. <laughs> That's my Halloween costume now. Boom. Don and I figured out what we're going to be for Oogie Boogie Bash. Huh? We're going to be Boo and Sully from oh, Monsters, Inc. Oh, okay. Um, we're going to be... Uh, I'm going to be Santa. What the fuck? Uh, and then Jules and other people are going to be those three from uh, Nightmare. You're, you, you're going to be Sandy Claus. Yeah, Sandy Claus. Lock, shock, and barrel. Yeah, I've never seen the movie. What? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've never seen it. I've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. Why? Well, it's not really a why. It's just like... No, why? It never presented itself. No one was there like, hey, you want to watch this? And so I never did. I honestly didn't realize I was even a Disney movie. What? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, Jules has made it a point to rectify this. Yeah. So, we're going to have to watch it before we have Halloween. Yes, I know, cats. You want to... Oh, so you're going to have to watch it before you go to Disneyland, because the Haunted Mansion holiday will still be up when you go. Right. So. (laughs) Before you finished your statement, I'm going to be Santa Claus. Who the fuck is just Santa Claus for Halloween? I want to know who's... I've never thought about that, but that is the weirdest thing. I want to be an elf, but I want to be elf from elf. Like, I want to be... Oh, like buddy. Elf. Yeah, buddy elf. Yeah. Buddy elf? <laughs> like, it's a first and a last name? But it's buddy. Buddy elf. Buddy T. Elf. <laughs> Esquire. We got to see Elf the Musical when I came through have a number of years ago. One, two, three, and two. <laughs> you are just making sounds right I now. I don't know how long ago it was here. I want to say maybe it was last year. Huh. I think that was the Christmas musical for that. That's this last Broadway season. I think it was Elf. Well, no, I don't know. I'm questioning everything. Yeah, that's what you do too at home. Question everything. That's Constant what vigilance. That's what I've done for this podcast. <laughs> Vaccinate your children. Question everything. <laughs> Spay to your pets. <laughs> that was when we realized that you were not familiar with Bob Barker. Yeah. Didn't you actually say, like, Spain neutered your children? I, you know, I might have. Because <laughs> I think we were talking about circumcision on that episode. Anyway. So. We have six categories of topics. We're getting there. <laughs> and the next episode's contents will be determined by the roll of a die. The categories are true crime, paranormal, history and education. I'm fucking doing it again, I'm telling <laughs> Scout? <laughs> no, I was counting on my hand under the just, table. Just brought up as like because a... we were on number three. Here's number one. <laughs> Anyways, 
History and education, science and technology, entertainment, current events. Please That's it. Eight-sided <laughs> die. So if you roll one, then you're going to roll a six-sided die for those same six categories, except it's got to be local. So Idaho or any state bordering Idaho. Okay. And if you roll an eight, then that's a wild, and you can talk about whatever. You get yeah. to pick. Yeah, it's like gambling, except for you don't want to lose anything, except for, I don't know. I don't know where you're going with this. I don't know where I'm going with it either. <laughs> I, it's a wild. It's a wild ride, like my brain. Doesn't know where it's going, but you'll get somewhere eventually. Well, Decker, what the fuck are you talking about? What, what the fuck am I talking about indeed? Because I don't freaking know now anymore. Um, oh, dear. No, I do know. Uh, well, I got science and technology again. And when I say that, I mean, like, I love science and technology, but... There, I wasn't, I couldn't think of exactly what I wanted to talk about. Because everything I'm really going to talk about, like, needs a lot of research. When I say a lot of research, like, I mean, like, I need, like, two or three weeks to research this topic. And I was like, I don't have that much time, I'm too busy burping. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, Cute. Right, I know, I am adorbs. Um, but there was this really cool news story that came out, and this is probably going to be a two-parter, but... <coughs> This is probably going to be a two-parter, but um, this news article came out talking about um, an innovation that's helping someone that's paralyzed. And what it is, is it is a full exoskeleton that can use the human brain I think I heard to about move this. their entire body. Fucking crazy. So yeah, I'm going to talk about this new innovation, apparently, that's allowing us to create cyborgs. So, not really. Not really cyborgs. But I'm going to say it like that, because it just sounds cooler. It sounds futuristic. I just kicked the table. Let's not do that again. How could you? Okay. With your legs, that's how. My with leg. your pogo sticks. Yeah, with my exoskeleton legs. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is a story where... Um, his name is uh, Tybalt. He was a, I think he was um, a optometrist. Tybalt, one of the, the characters in Romeo and Juliet. Yes, I believe um, so, yes. But, yeah, uh, you remember uh, Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. He was a optician. Um, he had an accident where he fell 15 meters out of a bar. Jeez. Yeah, he experienced quite a good amount of G-force. Where the hell was this bar? I don't know. But um, it was at a nightclub four years ago. And he spent two years in the hospital just trying to go through, um, you know, surgery and rehabilitation. But in 2017, he took part of a trial um, with Klinatech and the University of Grenoble, which made me think of Chernobyl for some reason. And now I'm afraid he's just going to simultaneously just explode. Um, wouldn't that be unfortunate? Have you watched that miniseries yet? I've not watched that miniseries Holy yet. Holy fuck, you need to. That's why they put, like, the new, like, uh, like coffin over the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that that was a different. Um, that was a different one. That was a different documentary that we watched after we yeah. watched that. But it's basically it's the suit and it um, it uses sensors on his brain. So this is just a, a, um, a model of what it looks like. But they have these nodes planted on his brain to help read what his brain's like thinking in a sense to help him move. So by doing these tests, they basically just had him think to walk. And they strap into this gear, and it requires a um, overhead cable harness mm-hmm. to help make sure he doesn't fall over. Just because this is new technology, yeah. he's not going to have the mental capacity to help react fast enough to catch himself, mm-hmm. especially with something that's brand new prototype. And if he did fall, it'd probably be very difficult to get up. <laughs> probably, yeah. But um, he can move his arms out. He can rotate them, and he basically—it's like a shuffling. So he's like, a, you know. It's like um, someone... uh, A shambling corpse. Yeah, a shambling corpse. But he's living quite well. He's 30, so he's still fairly young. Um, But here's the video here. And what I wanted to show you was... Don't you dare give me an ad. But I just said that I gave myself an ad like a fool. I did! What have you done? Okay, anyways. Well, that's loading. Um, But uh, how this works is... He basically thinks of what action he wants to do, and it'll start doing that at a slow pace. Now, they had him do some 
kind of accuracy training, like with touching certain things on his, um, like on his uh, body and like specific targets, and he was successful seventy one percent of the time, which is really impressive. Because you have to think, like, we can move just fine for those of us that are not quadriplegics or paraplegics, right? We can move just fine without really even having to think about it. It just happens. Like, where this person, they have to think to walk. Mm -hmm. And I guess the response time for this, what's crazy is um, the response time for this is about 350 milliseconds. So that's about a third of a second for his thought to get processed inside the exoskeleton. And to bring this to terms of like what, how the normal human body works, the body with any action, on average, from brain to whatever muscle or action you're trying to do, is 150 milliseconds. Damn. So that's pretty freaking impressive. Because imagine to where we can get to the point where not only can you respond that quickly, but you can start doing more complex movements. And it starts acting as if your normal nervous system were to act. In a sense, we can have people that do get paralyzed or have these injuries, they can... It's almost as if nothing ever happened. In a sense. I mean, yeah, their muscles are going to... But they have the mobility. But they have the mobility, which is something that's robbed for so many Mm -hmm. people with that. I mean, this is... This is um, blooming technology, so you know it's going to be expensive and it's going to be. Where is this? That is a great question that I did not bother to look up. <laughs> um, they said it was Grenoble, so um, let's see. Uh, uh, They've been talking about it being expensive, and my, uh, my first thought was I'm guessing that, you know, with the American healthcare system, people that need it wouldn't be able to afford it. Oh, no, yeah, because the American health care system is so fucked. Uh, Grenoble is in the southwestern quadrant of France. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, right over, right over here. So, uh, ooh, 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 Okay. Ooh. <laughs> did you see that? I Catch did. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there we yep. go. There we go. So, uh, in terms of if there's any... That's France. <laughs> yeah, it's just in the corner um, by... It's by the uh, Mediterranean, kind of. It's close-ish. And so people were asking the question, well, like, what does this mean for, like, uh, augmentation of people? Like, is that something you guys have been thinking about? They're like, no, that's not our theme at all. We're just trying to help people that have issues in their lives to have better lives, right? Because there's always going to be that thought. Cause right not trying level, to build Captain America. Right, or like like Deus Ex, that was mm-hmm. a game where like, you know, you have all these enhancements and stuff, but then all of a sudden you run this issue where like your body's not compatible with enhancements, so you have to get this special serum to help your body work with it. And it made me think, well, what does the future entail with this? Because in sense they think of an exoskeleton that responds like that, what's to stop the eventually like military from developing an exosuit? That access body armor, but you don't feel the weight of the body armor because it uses your mind to control it, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you could have heavier material that responds almost as quickly as a normal body would. Well, I mean, then what's to stop them from trying to developing an AI to go in that exoskeleton? Right, exactly. And then have robots. I would say we we've seen Clone Wars. We know how that goes. <laughs> right. Um, but this brought me to another idea, which was, and this will be what I'm talking about next time because. This is a moment technology that's becoming, um, you know, I'm excited to see where this goes, just to see how many lives it solves and um, how they decide to innovate it, right? Because you don't want to have this clunky thing, right? I mean, like, even if I can move about, right? Like, if anything would happen if I were to fall over, I need to be able to get back up. But it makes it made me think about um, prosthetics. So my hope is, um, hopefully my next technology role, I want to take a look and see how the prosthetics are currently doing. Because it just made me curious as to, yeah, you because you have those battery-powered ones, and then you have, like, just normal ones, and then you have, like, these new ones that apparently do work with, like, your muscles and synapses to actually have very accurate responses. But, yeah, just um, kind of a cool, fun factoid of news. Because you kind of need those every so often in our day-to-day. No, the news. Oh, I was going to do gesture, and you're like, yeah, we kind of need those hands. Especially if I Carl mean, eats them. Carl. Yeah, that's a really outdated reference. That if people. any of you guys do know that one. Did I you know that there's an, there was a, a recent ASDF movie? No. Yeah. 
was like SDF 18 or something ridiculous. <laughs> My leg! <laughs> but, yeah. So, kind of fun and interesting. Um, I love how everyone's asking questions, though, about like, oh, what is human augmentation? Like, yeah, what look are the like? implications of yeah. this? Personally, I'm a fan of any way to advance people and you know how to make us thrive more successfully. But then, if you remember my conversation about Gattaca and uh-huh. like altering genes, it's something that we must be very careful and responsible with. And humans right. are not good at being either of those. Right. Because I just imagine like, okay, sure, we develop an exosuit <laughs> or we develop prosthetics and all these things that are really advanced. But now I have a bionic arm that can punch through a wall. Yeah. Um, could be dangerous. <laughs> like the Wild West, but like cyberpunk. Can you think of the bionicles? Do you remember those? Oh my gosh. I used to, <laughs> my favorite bionicles were the ones that rolled around. I can never remember uh-huh. what they're called. But I collected those ones so much. I love those them. Those always made me think of the... Um, oh yeah, the, the little droids. Droids, yeah. The ones that roll. Yeah. Those are my favorites. I've been thinking about Attack of the Clones a lot lately. I don't know why. Uh, is it because of all the trailers I keep playing of like the new Star Wars movie coming out? Well, no, because I don't watch like regular TV or anything. Hmm. I haven't gotten any trailers like that on YouTube. Yeah. Mostly they keep giving me the same like Disney commercial over and over again, and I'm like, fucking knock it off. I already know I want to be in Disneyland. Dude, good luck, Charlie. I know. We said good luck many times. <laughs> good luck, Charlie. Do you remember that one? No. It was a Disney Channel show. Oh, that's right. I, Sorry, I forget. You didn't have the, the nope. TVs. Uh, it was a TV show by Disney where, like, it's about uh, the story of a kid. So think of, you know, um, and that, that's how I met your mother or whatever mm-hmm. that show's called. I totally forgot what it's called. You know, that one's in the future, talking about the past. This one is focusing on Charlie growing up, and then eventually at the very end, you have Charlie. And she was like a baby. And the whole time, it's like she's a baby on the show. Hmm. Okay. I'm super excited for Disney Plus. I don't want to have any more subscriptions. <laughs> that's my that's my thing. And like uh, here, my initial fear is, I, I mean, I do love Disney stuff, right? But now I have to have. Well, I don't have to have. But for the things I enjoy, like let's say you like Stranger Things, and you like whatever the fuck is exclusive on Hulu, and. Netflix. Netflix is exclusive on Hulu? <laughs> no. Stranger <laughs> Things is on Netflix. Right. So, yeah, that one was on Netflix, and I said, whatever the hell is exclusive on Hulu. And then... I thought you were, like, putting those together. Right. I was like, those, that's... But then you have the take on Amazon look for Prime, and now I have Disney Plus. What's eventually, like, keep this from turning into, like, cable packages almost? Because now it's just a different Oh, no, it's way. definitely going to do that. Yeah. And then it's like, we did this to get away from that bullshit. That's exclusively what we did. But at the same time, you know... I want Phineas. Everything has to evolve, and then at some point we'll find a new way to have not cable packages anymore. Mm-hmm. Freaking Time Warner cable! God, Time Warner is the fucking worst. Oh, I'm sorry. We had Time Warner when we were in Moscow. And they're, God, they're so bad. Yeah. I just, all I can think was South Park where it's like, oh, really? We're gonna have to wait six weeks. And no, that's we have to be home. pretty fucking accurate. Well, how am I supposed to be home? I work. Oh, well, you're just going to have to hope you're there. Uh-huh. Um, what? The, the power company that was up there is Avista, which is also stupid. Avista Pond? No. Um, so when we moved down here, we obviously had to cancer... Can't cancer. Cancer our utilities. Cancel <laughs> our utilities. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's coming out of my mouth cancer anymore. cancer it! <laughs> We had to cancel our utilities because we were moving to a different place. And they're like, oh, well, why don't you just transfer our utilities? You, a Vista rep, of all people, with your computer system in front of you, should very easily be able to see that you do not service Boise. Idaho Power does. We had the hardest time canceling our utilities. So that we could move to a place they didn't even exist. Wow. It was the dumbest thing. Yeah, like, is there a way for you? That's always my biggest frustration, too. Like, I don't ever want to have to do, like, a chargeback or anything like mm-hmm. that. Because, like, I just don't know, like, what the dispute 
like how it even works. It's like, listen, I kept telling them to cancel this. They're not canceling it. Can we just like, can you stop sending them? I don't care. If the, I don't yeah. care if I don't get the bill anymore. That's the point. Yeah, no, it was, it was stupid. John argued with them for a long time and they were finally like, oh, you just need to cancel. Uh-huh. Right. That's what we wanted. That would be correct. Isn't that why on the phone? Yep. <sighs> well, Katie. Decker. Cat. Door. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, it's spooky season. It is spooky <laughs> As season. As I've said every uh, every episode for the last two. Every time I see these in the stores, like the spirit boards and stuff, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, actually, Ouija is a brand name. It, it is. I do like the whole one. Actually. Okay, cat. Wow. Which one do you think it is? It feels like CJ. Take a bit. With the heavy paws. You were correct. Yeah, because like Jax would be like, what? She'd kind of tickle the door a little bit, reach underneath. I guess he just wanted us to know he was there. I'm alive. Are you alive? <laughs> Meow. Anyways, spooky season. Um... Oh, so this is getting cut. (laughs) Goddamn cat. Um, He's like, but it's my season. He keeps saying spooky. He's like, spooky? Uh, Me? Meow? Black cat season? Um, Which, as I said last time, is... I don't know. I keep saying that even though I'm talking about the same things I normally be talking about. It's the most wonderful. It really is. It's my favorite. (laughs) I came across a memory... Of a snapshot of a conversation that Brynn and I had had. I, I think I saw that one. Was that the one that was like... It was like, fall is all-encompassing. Fall is something. Fall, fall is, is inside you. But then I zoomed in on fall yeah. is inside you like three times. Yeah. That's what I saw. I fall is inside you. Man, fall. That, that's how I felt... Can I call you autumn? <laughs> that's how I felt... Sunday, I think it was. I was just like, I want all of the fall things. Like, I want to have soup. Fall is the best season. It is the best season. It is my favorite. Because everything changes color, everything dies um, at a slow pace. (laughs) It's the best season because everything dies slowly and we can watch it. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, I I have to specify that part of the reason why it is so wonderful is because we do live in a place that has four seasons. Right. And like for me, though, I like it because it gets cold enough to where... Sweater weather is my favorite. And I can throw on a jacket, but it can still get warm enough to where, like, maybe I don't need a jacket even. But I always want to wear a hoodie, so. Always wear a jacket. It's the idea that I don't have to wear a jacket. (laughs) But I have the option. Yes. But sorry, you were saying the spoopy season? Right. Um, I had true crime. So, to, to, you know, to link this to the spoopy season somehow. I wanted to look for Halloween-adjacent crimes. And I was like, hmm, what kind of, what kind of crimes are there? And I, I, I very briefly thought about covering the, uh, like the, the crazy clown sightings from 2016. Oh, my God. Not that again. I, I did not. Yeah. Because um, I was like, well, if I'm going to do clowns, then i got to do John Wayne Gacy. And I just I don't have the time to do that. So I went for a crime that was committed on Halloween in 2004. On Halloween's Eve? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Which, that would be a very interesting thing to talk about as well, is just, like, talk about Samhain and... Yeah, because I think I brought it up briefly when I talked about Jack McLantern mm-hmm. because of the uh, whatever spirits flew mm-hmm. out. But, yes, so you were saying uh, a crime was committed. So, set the scene. Dun-dun, 2004. It's 2004 in Napa Valley, California. It's Halloween night. There's a slight breeze. Maybe. You can smell the hot chocolate. Would there be a breeze in August? August? October? (laughs) It's August (laughs) on Halloween. (laughs) That's the crime. August is what we leave. So much of the calendar. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. I'm glad everyone else listens to us loves us. That makes me so happy. Because, <laughs> like, we just... Get <laughs> it's like no one is listening to us. <laughs> That's not true. We know some of you are listening. Yeah, Thank you. And we love all of you. So, all of those things I just said about setting the scene have been said. In October. <laughs> Correct. Not August. 26-year-old roommates 
Adrian uh, is. Adrian. I, I'm trying to remember how to say her last name because I did look it up. Uh, Izonia. Izonia. Lasagna. <laughs> Not lasagna. <laughs> uh, Izonia, I think. Okay, Izonia. Uh, Leslie Mazzara and Lauren Minza. Okay, you can just call by their first names. I will. <laughs> I will be. Um. So their roommates, they had spent the evening handing out candy to trick-or-treaters. Oh, that's nice of them. And about 11 p.m., they all went to bed. I definitely want to be the house that's known for, like, the best candy on the block. You know what I mean? Like, like where, like, you give, like, full Hershey's bars. And, like, What's a Hershey's are... bar? Hershey's chocolate bar? You said Hershey's. Did I say Hershey's? <laughs> you did. Damn it! It's like, what is Hershey's that? Hershey's bar. You discounted. You get it at Paul. So you said that, and my brain thought of Percy Weasley. I don't know why. I have no answers. Percy. <laughs> Only more questions. Anyways. Right. So around 11, they all went to bed. They hand out, hand out, they gave out candy to trick-or-treaters, went to bed. Sounds like a nice night. It does. They were not aware, however, that there was a man outside that had been watching the house for a while. Okay. Ha! Ha! Stop! I'm getting a house! I'm so scared now! Okay, maybe there's a man outside already! No! His name is Chad. Dude, Chad? Chad is watching your house. What's up, Chad? Or or maybe it's Jesus. Don't even fucking play. He's walking by your your windows. I don't want him to ascend me to heaven. I don't want to pass out. To ascend you? Ascend me. (laughs) So around 2 a.m., Lauren hears a noise, and her dog, named Chloe, uh, who sleeps... In her room with her, uh, she has a first floor bedroom. She's the only one with a first floor bedroom. Uh, Chloe starts growling. And she, so she hears a commotion upstairs and then she hears screaming. So she opens the door and, like, the door to her bedroom, and she sees a man run down the stairs and go out one of the first floor windows. But she doesn't see his face, she just sees the back of him. Uh-huh. So she goes upstairs and finds both of her roommates brutally stabbed. She calls 911, uh, but when the first responders get there, both the women are dead. God, so, I'm surprised, like, if I was her, I'd be, like, locking all the doors immediately while I'm calling with 911. Uh, I think she actually, like, got in her car and drove away because she was, she didn't know where the guy went. So she got in her car, locked the doors, and, like, that got is, away from the house. That is very smart. <clears throat> um, so... When the police get there, they find just it's a really terrible, terrible scene. There's blood all over the place. Um, they collected 71 pieces of evidence, most of which were blood. Uh, so the intruders uh, went upstairs into Leslie's room first and attacked her. Uh, the noise of that woke Adrian, who turned on the light. Then the intruder went into Adrian's room and attacked her. And then he left a trail of blood all the way down the hall, down the stairs, out the first floor window, and along the aluminum siding of the house. Okay, so who is the survivor? Lauren. Lauren. So police also recovered three cigarette butts outside the house, and none of the women smoked. Um, so in the house, they found a package of industrial, they found a, a bundle of industrial zip ties that had been like rubber banded together just like to keep them in bundle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean like industrial, like these are the same kind that the police would use to de- detain people. Um, so they're like, okay, so did the guy that broke in here had the intent of binding these, these women. Right. Uh, Lauren couldn't think of anybody that would want to hurt her roommate. She's like, I don't know. Like, they don't have any enemies that I know of, and nothing appeared to be stolen, so they couldn't think of any kind of a motive there. Um, but based on the scene, they could ascertain that both of the women fought really hard against their attacker. Uh, Leslie, Good. Did they, they get any, like, DNA underneath her fingernails or anything? We'll get there. Okay. Um, they did discover that Leslie was being bothered by the father of an ex-boyfriend. From across the country. Wow. Um, I was going to say, that's some commitment. <laughs> yeah, she was either in, like, Georgia or South Carolina, somewhere on the East Coast, very far away. 
Um, and it wasn't even, like, the ex-boyfriend that was bothering her. It was the ex-boyfriend's father, like, kept, like, pestering her and calling her. Uh, and they, they looked at her phone records, and she did have a call from the ex-boyfriend's father that day. Um, but they checked both the ex-boyfriend and his father had alibis placing them in South Carolina at the time of the murder, and the alibis checked out. They also looked into a handyman that had done some work on the house earlier the day, or in the house earlier on the day, um, but he also had an alibi that checked out. Uh, so they had nothing there. And they ended up looking into over 200 possible suspects and still nothing. Then they finally get a break with some DNA evidence. Uh, one of the blood samples from the crime scene was found to not belong to any of the women. The asshole had cut his hand while he was stabbing them because of how he was holding the knife. Well, right. I mean, isn't that common, though? Because of it, it is very common. Slips, yeah. yeah. So he had cut his hand, um, and while he, when he went down the stairs... He touched the wall? He touched the wall. Perfect. So when they ran through the, or when they ran that particular sample, it spiked an, uh, an XY peak, which in a house that is populated by all women, that tells you that there was a male there. Yes. So they know that... I know what the chromosomes are, Katie. <laughs> I have these chromosomes. Are you accusing me? Of... Not yet. Good. Okay. I mean, not yet. What? Is that what the surprise ending is of the story? <laughs> and it was Decker. <laughs> and the police rush in. Um, it's not one girl show. <laughs> so now they know that that's not what you want to hear. You don't want to hear me talking to myself in a room. <laughs> I, you know, there is an audience for everything, Katie. Everything. There are people that bought bathwater that someone was in just to have. That was a thing. Uh, I think it was a Twitch streamer or something like that. She sold her bathwater to her followers. And I think also then decided to drink it. That's highly concerning. It is. There are a lot of things concerning in life. But that's why I say there's always an audience for it. That, yeah, that's concerning. Let's go back to murder. <laughs> murder makes me more comfortable. It, okay. it does. Um... As I said, the things I was concerned about as a child was Jesus breaking into my house and corpses at the end of my bed. So what does that tell you? Anyways, so they know now that the person that broke in is a male. So that narrows it down to not very narrow at all. Um, so then they start looking at the cigarette butts a little bit more. Um, they are able to match the DNA from the cigarette butts to the DNA from the blood on the wall. Perfect. So. As well as DNA that they were able to collect from the rubber band that was around the zip ties. Because rubber bands are super porous. No way. Uh-huh. They fucking got DNA from a rubber band? Yep. Holy shit. That, that in itself is incredible. I would right? have never thought a rubber band is, one, porous, mm -hmm. although it is fairly, um... Elastic and plastic. Um, <laughs> that's so crazy. Cool. Sorry. That's so they've they've got this DNA. They run it through the system okay. that searches, you know, hundreds and thousands of people that are already in the system, and it no hits. So this person hasn't been uh, arrested. Isn't the word I want, but this person hasn't committed anything to put them in the database. Yeah. Right. Um, so they're like, well, shit. Uh, so they look at the cigarettes again and they, I mean, they were smoked. So it's just like the filter end basically, but uh, by the filter, there's this tiny little like design. It doesn't say like the name or the brand or anything, but they look at this design and they are able to determine that the brand of the cigarettes are camel Turkish gold. Oh, now this is important because this was a relatively new thing that camel had put out. So they were only sold in a handful of stores in the area. Wow. Talk about your fucking good luck uh -huh. with that. Holy shit. So the police have Lauren make a list of everybody she knows that smokes. Mm -hmm. uh, so they have the blood from the assailant that's on, it was on the right side of the wall. So they look at that and say, okay, that probably means that he's, he's right-handed. Because right he was stabbing. Mm-hmm. 
So they know that they're looking for a right-handed man that smokes. Relative, a relatively new kind of cigarettes. So that's not a whole lot that to go on. It's between the ages of 20 and 30. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> between 20 and 87. <laughs> Caucasian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's... That's the U.S. I mean, considering what they had before, which was... I saw someone run down the stairs and go out the window. That's a whole lot more. Yes, But, sure. yeah. So... Enter Dr. Tony uh, Fredokas. Okay. He had developed a way to analyze... So, like, 99.9% of human DNA is identical. He, he has developed a way to analyze the 0.1% of human DNA that is not. So, that, that unique 0.1%. Mm-hmm. Um can be analyzed to determine the ethnicity of the person. No way. So they analyze this DNA, and they're able to narrow it down to someone of predominantly Northeastern European descent with, like, hardly any, like, Asian, South. There's no Hispanic to speak of. So they, they know that they're looking for a white male um, so he probably has, you know, a lighter hair because Northeastern European. Um, so a lighter haired male. In this sample, he is also able to isolate a genetic marker, meaning that he would either have green or brown or green or blue eyes. Which is rare. That's a recessive gene. Mm-hmm. I only know that because I know brown's predominant. And then mm-hmm. I think blue is next and green is the rarest because it's double recessive, I think. Mm-hmm. So, wow! I think I just remember that from my fifth grade class that I learned I, about, like the little. I don't think green is. Red. I think blue is the, the recessive recessive. Oh, okay. Um, because I want isn't like that's part of why a lot of redheads also have blue eyes. Because red hair is also recessive I've recessive. Heard, by the way, I always heard red hair to have green eyes. But either way, I'm, I'm it doesn't matter. It's okay. I, I know that my seventh grade life science teacher very specifically said something about this because we had a girl in our class that had red hair and blue eyes, and I know that she talked about it. I don't remember what she said exactly, though. That's okay. I will do some digging while okay. you talk. Um, so using this, they're able to put out a public alert on the news that they are looking for a right-handed man that smokes these this particular brand of cigarettes. He has light, probably blondish hair, and most likely green eyes. Green eye color is the rarest color found in the world. It's estimated that only 2% of the world's population has green-colored eyes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know if it's double recessive, though. So, I'm assuming it probably is, but we'll never know. I'm pretty sure that the red hair, though, is double recessive, isn't it? Uh, red hair is definitely a rare character. Punnett squares are my favorite fucking thing. Yeah, Punnett squares. I love Punnett squares. Yeah, dude. That's like the word fucking nerds. We're like, Punnett squares. I love Punnett squares so much. Uh, anyways. So they're able to put out this description, which, you know, from what they had, that that's actually, like, a pretty decent description of someone. Um... So during this time, Lauren, you know, she's thinking about the people that she knows that smokes, and she only can think of one person that she knows that smokes. 25-year-old Eric Koppel was a friend of the victims, um, but before the police could investigate him, he walked into the Napa Police Department and confessed to the murders. Hmm. Uh, He saw the news report with the description and heard about the DNA evidence and knew that it was just a matter of time until they tracked him down. But he wouldn't give a reason as to why he did this. Um, and he said that he wouldn't, that he doesn't, he claims that he doesn't know what he did with the murder weapon and that he burnt the clothes that he was wearing. Um, they were able to ascertain that he blamed the two women for the breakup of his engagement to a woman named Lily Prudhomme. Um, they had both told her that they thought that she could do better. Blue is the recessive one. Aha! The green is the rarest one for some reason. Don't know why. Yeah, that, that is weird. Yeah. 
were both braided away. Yes. It's amazing. Cool. Um, right, so Koppel blamed Lauren and Adrian for the breakup of his engagement just because they had said, oh, I think you could do better. Hmm. Which is so frustrating. I because don't understand why people kill because of... You know, I mean, everyone has their reasons, and people have killed over the dumbest things. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> so Sometimes you'll never understand. That night, Koppel went to a Halloween party where he ran into Lily, his ex fiance and he approached her and was talking to her and I was like, hey, why don't we set a new date for our wedding? And she was like, yeah, no, I don't want to marry you. Uh, he obviously did not like this answer. Sure. So he went home. Uh, he was drunk and angry and decided, yeah, you know what? I should kill those two girls. So he went to their house and watched it for some time, sat outside smoking cigarettes, just chucking the butts wherever. Like that. Like that. Actually, <laughs> perfect example. Um, then he he waited uh, for a little while after they went to bed and used a knife to pry open one of the first floor windows. And that's how he got in. Used a knife to pry it open? Yep. Like, to pr- like move the lock or to just get the window open? I couldn't find anything that said if the window Cause, was locked. Because how a knife, in, while it's thin... It's not meant to bear weight on the side. I don't know what kind of knife he had. Huh. I had that weird blow-up knife where you can just slip it in and just (laughs) blow it up. And then then use a pump? (laughs) Um, Um, So it's not exactly known why he only attacked Adrian and Leslie. Um, There's a couple possibilities being that he didn't know Lauren was there. And that he he didn't know that there was a downstairs bedroom because Lauren was the only one that had downstairs bedroom. Both Leslie and Adrian had upstairs bedrooms. So he might not have even known that there was a bedroom down there to look for a person in. Um, and this was, this is just something else. So a few months before Koppel confessed, he actually patched things up with Lily and they got married. They invited Adrian's mother. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm not sure I heard that right. Can you say that again? Which part? The begin, like what you just said, like. like so a few right? months before Koppel confesses to the murders, he patches things up with Lily, his ex fiance, and they get married. At the wedding, they invite Adrian's mother. Um, she goes with her other daughter named Lexi, and they. Uh, like, Adrian is actually a part of the wedding. Like, she reads some scripture during their ceremony. Um, Lily does go on to say that she had no idea that he had committed these crimes when they got married. Uh, so in 2006, Koppel pleaded guilty to two counts of first-degree murder, uh, special allegations of lying in wait, and the use of a knife, uh, and committing a crime with multiple victims. For lying in wait is not just, like, loitering. But, like, to a more extreme degree? Eh, I don't think so. Because, I mean, like, he's not in public. It's not like he's, like, underneath the bed, per se. Well, I mean, lying in wait. Like, he, he was there with a purpose. Like, loitering is I just never different. heard of lying in wait as a thing. And that's why I was like, did they just, like, make, like, a different charge for loitering? Well, but it's, I mean, it's sort like of, it's, like, stalking. stalking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then committing also, a crime with multiple victims. following, you're just like... Yeah. Uh, since he pled guilty, this took the death penalty off the table, um, and he agreed to spend the rest of his life behind bars, waived his his rights to seek an appeal, and also agreed that he would never profit financially from the deaths of Adrian and Leslie. Um, so, like, no book deals, yeah. nothing like that. Good. I love when stuff like that happens. Just, I mean, what's important to know about things that happen? The people that are being financially rewarded with this should by that should not be the people that committed the crime. Right. Exactly. Um, kind of like, I mean, I feel the same way about people that have committed crimes like that. And then like them create like, like, um, John Wayne Gacy's artwork. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he should make money by selling his artwork. Right. Because he, he profits because of the infamy. Uh huh. That he, he got for killing a shit ton of people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think, God, who else did artwork? I want to say Man. I think Manson did also did some artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were at the haunted museum, they had a whole room that was full of like things like that. Um, they actually had like one of Gacy's paintings in there. Hmm. Um. Oh, here's a quote. Uh, he can never talk about what happened that night except for clergy or family members. He may not discuss the facts of the case with the media or anyone dealing with writing a book. That was from the district attorney. So that's what what they meant by he can't profit financially. Um, So he is still in jail, obviously. And since he waived his right to an appeal, I would assume that he's probably not eligible for parole or anything. So, oops. Right. He is where he should be. Yeah. So happy Halloween. Don't commit a murder. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, that actually brings up a really good point, though, because you hear about stories happening around the Halloween time that are also, um, that are, like, instance somewhat dangerous. So you hear about, like, stalking, like, egging, and, like, sometimes other bad stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So I would say, for this Halloween season, um, please be careful. Like, mm-hmm. just lock your doors at night, double check everything. You never know what could be happening. I just, I just, for some reason, I remember around this time frame that shit can happen. Mm-hmm. And that, that's actually one of my biggest fears with, like, getting a house, like, around the Halloween season and, like, I'm gonna get, like, uh, you know, some sort of, like, alarm system and get a like, camera of some sort and yeah, have shit unlock. Have deadbolts for my deadbolts. <laughs> but you know it's uh, it's scary out there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that was that was a, a Halloween murder. Well, uh, I'm glad it, it's insane with that technology. It was literally mm-hmm. the perfect storm. Yeah. Because like they the, had basically nothing to go on. They had nothing to go on, but this one guy. Uh huh. He developed something to identify the, the specific factor that identifies you as you. Mm-hmm. And then it also revealed recessive traits. Because mm-hmm. I guess it's, it's recessive dominant. So you can have brown eyes with green eyes and have a really good chance to get green eyes. Yeah. Well, that's what they said that they, ha- he had, they had the marker for blue or green. So they, since obviously blue is the recessive, he probably has green eyes. Yes. And when you look at a picture of this guy, that is exactly what he looks like. He has, like, sandy-colored hair and green eyes. That's insane. It, it really is. <laughs> it's nuts. Wow. Shall we roll for next episode? Let us do it. I have... I, the way that you just looked at me right now while you were shaking that eyes was... Well, no, because you did this, you're like... I, I don't... I don't. <laughs> you just took your tongue out, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, what's happening? Uh, what dice do I have? I have the same ones that I had last week. These are from the Kraken Kickstarter. They're the, like, yellow, orange, red ones. Yeah, they're like the Gushers. Yeah, don't eat them. I really love Gushers. That's a one. That is a one. Oh, snap. That's a six. So that's, uh, current events. Well... That's a really current event. Local current events. I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's a new one. Well, no, I had current events at one point for mm-hmm. the local area. But the nice thing is at least it's not like local paranormal or like local technology. That Pulaski was a freaking gold mine. I can't believe I found that one. Yeah. Oh, no. Local. I fucking talk. I want you to, okay, I got a local. Remember what I just said. Remember what I just said. Okay. <laughs> I almost got the Ouija. I got a uh, history and education. Okay. Cool. Come back next week to find out what the fuck we're talking about. Bye. Bye. If you've got something to say, find us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash WTF pod. Email us at wtf.podcast.mail at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WTFAYTA Podcast. That's WTFAYTA, our acronym, Podcast. Our music was by Decker Hinckley, and our artwork was by Kirby Morfitt. Did you know that there's a pressed penny machine at. <laughs>
There's a wild right there. <laughs> you just no, that in your head. No, there's I can I can take you through the like pin string bill. Take me, take me on that journey. I, I okay, can, there is a penny press machine. At Splash Mountain. At Splash Mountain. That it, it like your penny when it comes out, it goes down like a little Splash Mountain drop and it goes, ooh. <laughs> Please tell me like <laughs> Oh, no. But so here's here's what my my thinking was because you said wild on Big Thunder Mountain. They say it's the wildest ride in the wilderness. So I was thinking about Frontierland. <laughs> okay, okay, I, I'm with you now. Which is not that far away from Critter Country, where Splash Mountain is. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got there. <laughs> and that is my that is my report over my summer vacation. And, do you have to do those? Like, where you had to report on like, what you did, but you're like, all I did was, like, read books or watch yeah, TV. I don't, I don't think they ever made us report on what we did over the summer. I definitely did. And I was like, listen, my life's not that eventful. Like, I don't know what you want from me. Do you want me to just fabricate a story? I know that when I was in high school, we had, like, summer reading stuff we needed to do. I told... So, I share, I'll share this... I'll share this with all of our viewers here, actually. This will be a special story. Um... I recently discovered while perusing through my old belongings. By the way, I apparently have some of your clothes I need to return. I will do this. Oh. They were in the bags in the other room. I thought they were mine. <laughs> but as we looked through, I'm like, that's definitely not mine. So I have some of your... I'm a little bit concerned about what you found. Sorry. It, it was just normal, like, shirts and stuff. And I was like, no, I wouldn't wear these. These aren't mine. These must be Jonathan Katie's. <laughs> I'm like, I've never seen these in my life. <laughs> So, sorry about that. Anyways, back to the story. Funny. As I was perusing through the, um... I was just, I was thinking about... The, like, underground hits. Like, <laughs> well, I was thinking about, I think it's in, like, book one, Belinda Blinked. Oh, where she, like, rolls up to the tombola and she just has a bag of thongs and bras. Who is I, a bag of... I don't have a bag of thongs and bras, but for some reason, that's what I envisioned you taking. A bag of thongs and bras. <laughs> how, how are you running through so many articles of clothing? I don't you need know. a whole bag dedicated to for bras just thongs and bras. bras. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, what was I saying? Oh, I found a poem I wrote in second grade. And it was a, a giant poem that was laminated. Oh my god. And I was like, holy shit, I remember this because my mom had it fr- uh, on the fridge for everyone to see. And I actually was there for years. Was when it? I say for years, I mean like until I was like 16. <laughs> I was really proud of that poem. It is the best poem I've ever wrote in my life. So I'm going to share it with you guys really fast. I just oh dear. Like, you know what? Honestly, yeah, it's some <laughs> fun stuff. So, um, oh, you're doing this from memory. I'm doing this from memory. The poem is titled, Me. Because it was a story about, like, our body. Like, our story. That could go, a poem. That could go terribly wrong. Yeah, I know. It's great. But I was in second grade, so... So... My hair is brown, like mud and dirt. My eyes are like the shot of a pistol after the fire. What the fuck? My nose is like two trap doors waiting to catch a smell. My teeth are like chainsaws. My legs are like pogo sticks. This has been a history lesson in my life. For whoever writes my bio, please make that be known as my greatest work ever achieved. You didn't even talk about your arms. <laughs> no, but I skipped them. Because we're going to do six of them. This is hair, eyes, nose. She couldn't get over the like my eyes like the shot of the pistol after the fire. What does that even mean? Like the smoke, like the smoke after like like a gunshot, and you see like that little smoke. Because I was like eyelashes are black, and so I was trying to be clever. I was like, that's not even the color of your eyes. No, I'm not gonna lie, that's fucking clever for a for like someone in second. Clever, grade. perhaps. True, no. No, it is wrong. It's but... also modern. 
totally nonsensical. Also, remember that one day when we were playing a game, I was like, my nose was using that smell. Yes. I now know where that came from. <laughs> my second grade brain. So this has been story like time with Decker. I hope you all enjoyed. <laughs> now to our normal scheduled programming. Well, now I feel like I need to share a weird yeah. childhood memory. But no. So, <laughs> did, when you were a child, did you have a bed that was like near a window? Yes. My bed was actually, I was in the basement. Oh, I was going to. Family didn't love me. Um, no, I was in the basement and I had two windows. One was directly above my bed on the right hand side. And the other <laughs> one was straight ahead of me at the edge of my bed. Because um, they were just like little uh, windows at the top. To the soul. Um, They were uh, ones that you could see, like, from the ground. Uh Uh-huh. So they had, like, a little well. Yeah. They'd be framing, so. Well, so we had, I mean, we had a one, a one-floor house. Right. Single level. It was very small. Um, No basement for you. my, My bed was next to a window. Okay. And, you know, being the tiny, paranoid child that I was, am... Uh-huh. Um, this will probably make a lot of sense when I tell you this. I I was frequently concerned about intruders by the window, or like you people walking by. Uh-huh. Um, one of my main concerns was that it was Jesus <laughs> trying to break into the house. <laughs> Jesus, you will be redeemed, <laughs> sanctified. <laughs> That's awesome. Children are, are concerned about like, <laughs> like remember me. <laughs> they're worried about like the, the boogie monster, the monster in their closet. No, yeah, I'm concerned about Jesus no, outside like, the window. Just like like someone like like two lions come up and they're like, we'd like to tell you. No, <laughs> break into your basement. I don't know. Why. Now I'm imagining you having a basement, even though you said you had a single. Level. I said we had a crawl space. That'd be terrifying. You just go in there and they're like, can we tell you about our Lord and Savior? No. <laughs> Do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior, Cthulhu? Cthulhu. Meow. 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 Oh, there he is. Meow. There was also an episode of Voyager. Where Have you watched Voyager? No, I'm still on, uh, uh, I don't want to say Deep Space Nine. What's I was like, that's a completely different show, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's, it's, um, I'm on, we're talking about Star Trek, right? Yes. Yeah, the next generation. So not Voyager right, at all. Not Voyager. That's the only one okay. I've seen. Is, uh, How far are you through Voyager? Next generation. Uh. Oops. Yeah, no. But I was saying, like, in terms of Star Trek... <laughs> I reached Trek, episode Deep Space Nine. In, in terms of Star Trek, the only thing I've been watching right now is Next is Generation. Next so generation. you haven't seen any of Voyager? I have not seen any of Voyager. Well, there is this episode where they go to a planet... Shocking, I know. What? They, they visit a planet that... They have this very strong religious belief about like the afterlife, and but people want to move on to the afterlife very quickly because that's where all of the good shit's supposed to be. So I hear that that's where all the good shit's supposed <laughs> to be. What they're doing is they like mummify in a sense, as in they just like wrap them up in like cloths or whatever, um, and then they they like lay down in this chamber and then they kill them. With these little thingies that go into their neck. And then they beam them into space. So as Voyager is passing through, these, like, corpses just start getting beamed onto the ship. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? And as a child, I watched this. And then I was very concerned. <laughs> I thought the rapture was going to happen. No. You're dead. At the f- so we had bunk beds. And I, I had the top. And at the foot of my bed was a bookshelf. And there were some boxes on top of the bookshelf. And if you're, if you look at it just right, and are also a tiny paranoid child, it looks like a dead body. So I was very concerned about the corpse at the end of the bed. Um, you just remind me of something. I watched Resident Evil at a very young age. When I say Resident Evil, not the game. Although the game did give me nightmares. Because I'm a wee babe. Um, but the movie, they came out with uh, Mila Jovovich. Uh-huh. Who I absolutely love <laughs> and revere. Um, but there was a scene where, uh, there's so much lasers that come and, like, they cut this person into cubes, because this guy's, like, dodging everything, they're Naturally. like, fuck you, here's just a laser net, and you can't dodge it, so you're dead. It's like a GM got really pissed off, that's one of the good acrobats, like, no, you're dead. <laughs> so, Putting it through, like, a potato slicer. That's pretty, yeah. 
or like those egg slicers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. <laughs> I had an itch. What the fuck was that? Okay, I thought you were like, I'm going to start dancing. No. <laughs> Do you ever you get those like weird like prickly no, sensations? Like, yeah. But it's it, more stabby. I call them goose prickles now because I used to call them goosebumps. I heard someone call them goose prickles. I'm like, that sounds weirder. I like it. Anyways, um, there was a guitar in the corner of my room, and it, for some reason at night, it would resemble a face. <laughs> and I, as soon as that happened, I remember having like the worst nightmares of my life with that guitar was there. So I was like, I'm going to put you in the closet and shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, These were concerns as a child. Yeah. This, Jesus what, and dead bodies in my room. This is the episode where we talk about as kids, like, the things that we were afraid of that made no sense whatsoever. But Your yeah. nose <laughs> like trapdoors. Dude, I will catch that smell. <laughs> Dirt and mud. Dude, I'm like a football player, like ready to go into the end zone. Your pogo sticks? Yep, my pogo stick legs. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I don't even know if we went through the spiel. I No, we did go through the spiel. Okay, cool. It's just, uh, no, it's time for... Right, because wild, because Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we got here. That's how we got here. And that's a wild ride. Huh. We talked about wild. That's, yep. that's that, you know what, it's because I talked about the wild and how it's like, uh, gambling. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yes.